Welcome everyone to the Ovei Torah Daf Yomi Shur. Today's Shur is Daf Mem. We will begin on Daf Mem and Moralf at the Mishnah. Says the Mishnah. Ha'cholets even tov. You do chalitza with Yevama. Harei ke'echad machim l'nachala. You're like one of the brothers regarding nachala. V'im yesh shamav. Which means that a person, let's say a fellow, is a billionaire. And he has four sons. Okay? Four sons, in theory, each son will inherit, none of them is a Bechor, so each son will inherit a quarter of a billion dollars. Okay? Son A dies without children. And son B marries the widow of son A. Does, does well, in this case, does Chalitza. doesn't marry, does Chalitza. He's like one of the brothers, and they'll still split the, the inheritance three ways. Because there's only three remaining brothers, they'll split it three ways. Don't think he's any different. And if there was a, a live father, then they belong to the father. What does that mean if there's a father that goes to the father? That means, of course, whenever there's no kids, the brothers only get after the father. When there's a live father, the halakha is that a person's son inherits him first. In our case of Yibum, obviously there was no son. Otherwise, there would be no Yibum. So if there's no son, who's first? First the father. And if there's no father, then the brothers get. Okay? But what about a case where a guy married, let's say brother B of the billionaire, instead of doing Chalitza, decides he does want to marry the widow of brother A. He gets the the nechasim of his father, of his brother, which means that, according to this case, let's say the billionaire father is there, okay, and the first brother dies without kids. Now that second brother, if he chooses do chalitza, he's going to get a third of a billion dollars because they're splitting the money with the three. Brothers. However, if he does Yibum, so then he's taking over his dead brother's portion. And then he's getting half a billion dollars because he gets his and his brother's portion that gets half a billion dollars. Now, is that true that he gets a half a billion even if his father is alive? That's a machloket. Tanakam is saying even if the father's alive, the, the fact that yeah, the father is first in general, but once he does Yibum, now he becomes before the father, and he trumps the father. He gets that. He gets the dead brother's money, and of course, when the father dies, he'll get the father's money. Um, Rabbi Huda says that either way, if there's a father, the brother A's money will go to the father, and not even to the guy who married his widow. So the machlok between Rabbi and the Hahamim is, if Brother B marries Brother A's widow, and Brother A also had his own money, forget about the father's billion. Brother A also had $5 million, let's say. Who gets that $5 million? Is the $5 million the property of Brother B because he did Chalitza, did Yibum? Or is it the property of the father? Okay? Interesting case. Says the Gemara, we're going on the first case, which said... That if a brother does chalitza, he's like a regular brother. Pshita, of course, he's like a regular brother. Why not? Who cares that he did chalitza? 
Sal kedai techamina. The Gemara is giving you a possible what you might have thought without the Mishnah. Sal kedai techamina. I would have thunk. Chalitza b'mkom ibum kaima. The chalitza is in place of ibum. Vinishkol kulu nechase. And therefore, he should take all the nechasim. Why? Because who's see, we're doing chalitza instead of ibum, and therefore, since I did chalitza, I should get his portion. Kamash malan. No, only ibum gets the portion, and not chalitza. Or says iachi. The language of the Mishnah does not support that reading because the language of the Mishnah says, Harehu. It sounds like, don't think he's not, he is. Right? As opposed to, you would think he's more. means he's only like one of the brothers. Not, behold, he is like one of the brothers. You would think he's nothing. That's of you to would think he's nothing. Rather, we should say like this. <coughs> Excuse me. Again, we were we were claiming that you would think he gets double. Kamash he only gets single. But that should not be harehu should be He's only like one of the brothers. Ela, rather, we will follow the reading. We say no. You would think that maybe. That since Brother B is the one doing Khalitza, maybe we should give him a knas and say, Oh, you're doing you're doing uh Khalitza, not Yibum, we're gonna take away your portion and you'll get nothing, give everything to the other brother. Kamash run not. Therefore we tell you no. You know, that's not what happens. A little hard to understand because when you think about it, all the brothers didn't do Yibum. But I guess we're, we're crossing her because your act is making her Asura and Yibum. Okay. Says the Mishnah, Im Yeshamav, if there is a father, then the halakha is different. And the father gets it. The father goes before all of his descendants. Okay. If the guy does does a yibum, then you get his estate. My time, what's the reason? Pasuk says, Yakum al Shem Aviv. He comes in place of the father. Al Shem in place of the brother. And therefore, since brother A is dead, brother B comes in his place and takes his quarter of a billion dollars. So since he did yibum, he took over. Yabidaz disagrees and he says if the father's there. Then the five million dollars owned by brother A goes to the father. Amar Ula Ula says, Halacha kirbihuda, halacha is like kirbihuda, that the father gets the five million dollars and not brother B. Amar Ula Ula said to explain Rubihuda. explains his own explanation. My time to Rubihuda, what's Rubihuda's reason? And it says that the Bechor, who she gives birth to, will be on the on the name of the dead guy. We mentioned the Bechor because we make it like a Bechor. Even though a Bechor, even though he's got a double portion, he doesn't get it while the father's alive. 
Av Hainami, so too the Yavam who, mar- who married the brother A's wife <coughs> doesn't get anything while the father's alive, just like a Bechor. Mar says, oh yeah, if you can marry to Bechor, maybe we should say that just like a Bechor gets double, so to this guy should get double. Rabbi Yehuda in the Mishnah, he argued and said that the the brother B who did Yibum doesn't get the five million that in our example that brother A owned. It goes to the father, but he also disagrees that brother B, when the father dies afterwards, since the father inherited the five million dollars, he holds the brother that he won't even get. He won't even get a double portion of the father also. Because the father was alive. And therefore we're asking now, now that the father is alive, and the reason why it's working is from the Pasuk of, of Kibichor, telling you he's like the Bechor. So, because it's Vaya Bechor, we're telling you that the the Yavam is like a Bechor, so just like a Bechor gets double, at least, let, yes, let the, let the father get the five million, but shouldn't you agree that when the father dies, Brother B should get a double portion? Or says, no. Midi Yakum al Shem Afi, it doesn't say that he, he comes in place of the father. Yakum al Shem says he comes in place of the brother. Not, not for the sake of the father, he's coming in place of the, the brother, therefore. Since he's coming in place of the brother, so the brother would get his portion if the father was dead. But if the father's alive, he's, since he's coming in place of the brother, he doesn't get anything. Let's say that when there's no father, that you could get the double. According to Yehuda, who says that you don't get a portion, and the Torah says that you come instead of the father, the brother, maybe we should say that we should disqualify the entire idea of Yibum altogether. After all, Torah links the inheriting to the Yibum, and therefore, if I can't inherit, maybe I don't get. Maybe there's no much by Yibum, and I'd be asur to marry her. Says well, no, midi Yibum and achat halach. How did we connect the two? Yibum yamid. It didn't connect the two. We say, do Yibum, if there's, a, if there's an inheritance you get. If not, you don't get it. Basically what they're saying is, yes, that they're written in the same Pesukim, the Nahala and the Yibum, but they're not connected. And therefore, you could do Yibum without it. Yativ Reb Chanina Kara Kabeit Reb Chanina was reading the Pesukim in front of Reb so Chanina is saying that when the father's alive, brother B doesn't inherit him, doesn't inherit the brother. Go read that pasuk outside the outside the Bemidash. We hold in al We don't like that. We hold that even when the father's alive, the guy takes over. Tani Tani Kamei Rav Nachman, Bright to say in front of Rav Nachman, in al 
Amalei Elkeman. He says, who's like? Who's like Rabbanan? Coming to me, Al-Khaz, like the Rabbanan. Yachid, but I mean, Al-Khaz, of course they always follow the Rabbanan. Why should we? Should we, we always follow the majority. Amalei told him back, I say, man, should I get rid of this Brayta? There's no point to it. Amalei, no. At Halakha Tanayich. You must have heard the Halakha is like Rabbi Yudah. Or Mukshu, actually, and you asked the question, but fact, you switched it. In other words, you might probably would learn a Brayta, Halakha is like and because you had a question, you switched it. And you were right for switching it. Therefore, don't get rid of the Brayta. But the Halakha follows Rechachamim. Okay. We're now at the Mishnah on the bottom of the page. Says the Mishnah, Hacholetz leave him door. If you do chalitzan yevama, who asu bekrovotea? He's asur to marry her relatives. Vehi asur abekrovav, and she can't marry his relatives. When you do chalitza, the lady did chalitza too, who was only brother A's wife. And normally you were allowed to marry the relatives of brother A's wife. You're allowed to marry your brother's wife's sister. Happens all the time. Two brothers marry two sisters. However, if a guy's brother died and he did chalitza on brother A's wife, now he can't marry the sister anymore because she's the wife of his chalitza. Similarly, she can't marry his relatives. So let's say she does, he does chalitza on her. Then she says, I want to marry his brother. She won't be able to marry him ever. A crazy story. If a guy's married to uh, one sister well, we'll leave that story out okay now who's Asur? let's see says the Mishnah who Asur Bi'ima he can't marry his Chalitza the lady did Chalitza's mother Be'emima her grandmother Be'em Avia grandmother from the father Ubita, he can't marry her daughter. Ubat bita or her granddaughter. Ubat bina or her son's daughter. Ubat hadam bezmanji kayimet or her sister while she's alive. Now you might wonder, how could she have a daughter? I thought she had no kids. Well, maybe she was married before and she had a daughter. Because a lady could have many kids and still do chalitza because of her. Her dead husband doesn't have kids. She's Chayam and Chalitza. Right? So, her daughter and her granddaughter from the son or daughter. And to her sister, while she's alive. So, you can't marry the sister of your Chalitza girl as long as your Chalitza girl is alive. The he and the Chalitza girl, Asurab Aviv, she can't marry the guy who did Chalitza to her father. Aviv's grandfather, Ubinoa, his son. Yeah, he could have a son because he's just doing Chalitza. Uben Binoa, or a grandson, Ubachiv, his brother, Ubenachiv, or their nephew, or the brother's son. So the guy who does Chalitza, has a brother or a nephew, is a sewer of the girl. So, in order to get a case of nephew, we'd have to have a case like this. You have Reuben, Shimon, and Levi, brother A, brother B, brother C. 
Brother A dies. Brother B does Chalitza to Brother A. Now, now that he did Chalitza, Brother C can't marry the Chalitza girl. And not only that, Brother C's son, Brother B's son, Brother C's son are all Asur to marry the girl. Mutar Adam Bekrovat Salat Chalitza now, what is this case? This case means that if Brother A dies, if Brother B is married, married, doing chalitzah to her, to his wife, and he had two wives. When Brother B does chalitzah to wife, Aleph, he's still mutar to marry wife B. Okay. But he's asur to marry the co-wife of the relative of the Chalutza. So these relatives over here that we mentioned that he's asur on you can't marry the, the co-wife of them. What does that mean? It says Rashi Asur Ruven In our case, we have Ruven does chalitzah to Leah. Rachel, the sister, Rachel, Nisual Anochri is married to a, a strange guy. Not a guy, obviously. Married to a strange guy. Strange guy meaning a non-brother. And Vilat Salam, and she has a co-wife. Umet Anochri, and the and the non-relative dies. The co-wife is a sword of Ruben. Tom and Parashim will explain why. Okay. So says the Gemara. Ibailu, he has a question. Gazush niyut pechalutza olo. The isur of a chalutza. A person marrying his chalutza is not the oraita. Mid oraita, person does chalutza to a lady. She's really mutatim. I'm sorry, not, she's not mutatim, but the relatives are her relatives are mutatim. She is your brother's wife, right? But she's your brother's wife, but the her relatives are not, and therefore they should be mutar midoraita. We want to know the relatives that are Asur, all, all the Rabbanan, did the rabbis make the Kizera even on secondary relatives, which in the case of a husband and wife would be only the Rabbanan, which, which would make it like a double Rabbanan, because the Chalutzah in the first place is the Rabbanan, and now we're doing double Rabbanans. Or do we say, no, only on the Oraita ones for a husband and wife, we'll make it those will be Asur and Chalutzah, but the secondary ones, which are Dirabanan for a husband wife, are Mutar. That's the question over here. Do we make a Gezira of Shinyut by a Chalutzah or no? Says the Gemara. The Rabbi made a Sur of Shinyot. Which 
which means that a person does chalitza on a girl. If brother B does chalitza on brother A's wife, yes, he can't marry her, but he's allowed to marry her mother, Medoraita. And therefore, since the mother is only the Rabbanan, maybe the Shniyot, which are further away, would, would be Mutar altogether. Or maybe they're all the same. And maybe once the rabbis make it, make Shniyot, they made it even on Chalutza. So let's clarify. It says, I'll bring you a proof from our Mishnah. What's the proof we're bringing for the Mishnah? The Mishnah says, Who Asur it says that when a guy does chalitza, he's not allowed to marry her mother or her grandmother, the Mishnah says. But it doesn't mention the great-grandmother, the girl's great-grandmother is not mentioned. Obviously, you see that the rabbis are only worried about what would be a doraita, not the, not the rabbanans. I says, no, maybe we didn't mention grandmother, not because of that. The reason why we didn't mention the grandmother is because we want to say in the Sefer, we wanted to say in the Sefer, the Mishnah, that the brothers are mutar. Which means that the other brothers who didn't do Chalitza, if brother A, the Mishnah says, brother A dies, brother B married brother A's wife. Now, we mentioned that Brother B is Asur on her mother and her grandmother. We didn't mention the great-grandmother because we, we want to conjure that Brother C is Mutar to marry her mother and her grandmother. And therefore, the Itana if we would have mentioned the great-grandmother, I mean, I would think. That's only by the great-grandmother. And therefore, we mentioned. So in other words, if we would have, ju- we could have just mentioned, we, the question was that we could have just mentioned the great-grandmother, and obviously the other ones. Or says, no, if we just, went, just mentioned the great-grandmother is Asur for Brother B, then you would have thunk that the great-grandmother is Asur for Brother B and Mutar to Brother C. But the grandmother is even, but, but the grandmother and the mother are also a sewer to brother C, you would have thunk. And therefore, we can't just mention the grandmother. Or says, oh, yeah, well, we could have said like this. We could have said the great grandmother. We could have said, we could have said the brothers are allowed for everyone. And it would include the great grandmother and the grandmother and the mother. Or says, right, Kasha, that's a good question. <coughs> Tashma will bring a proof. He Aviv. She's Asur to marry. We said in the Mishnah, she's Asur to marry his father, which means Brother A's wife is Asur to marry Brother B's father and grandfather. It mentions the grandfather. Why? My love, Mishum Chalutz, must be because it's Chalitza. The reason why she's Asur to marry the grandfather. <coughs> Is because of Brother B. That means she is because since 
You have brothers A, B, and C, right? <coughs> that we've been talking about all along. Now the father is A, is double A, and the grandfather we're calling triple A. Okay? The reason why why brother A's wife is not allowed to marry triple A is probably because <coughs> because Mrs. A is brother B's chalutza. So you see that a granddaughter, which is a secondary Eva, was the rabbis didn't make his daughter secondary Eva on the girl. Mary says, look, Mishumitana. The reason why she can't marry the grandfather is because of her dead husband, because of brother A, not because of brother B. Because she is, Mrs. A is the daughter-in-law of A.A., which is Brother A's father. And that's why she's a son. <coughs> and therefore, yes, it's shniut, but it's shniut for marriage, not for chalitza. Tashma, I'll bring a proof. It says, Ubben binal. It says that in the Mishnah, it says that she can't marry his grandson, which means that Mrs. A, the, of the dead husband, the, the, the wife of the dead A, when she does Khalitsa to B, can't marry B's grandson. Why can't she marry him? But probably because since she, he's the grandson of <coughs> brother B who did Khalitsa. So you see, the rabbis made a Gizirav Shniut on a girl who does Khalitsa. She can't marry him because of her dead husband. Because, not because of brother B, but because of brother A. Because it is Eshet Achi Avi Aviv. Because if she would marry brother B's grandson, she is the wife of his great uncle. And that's the second area. And that's why she's not married. But Amemar allowed a person to marry his great uncle, great uncle's wife. So you see, it's not a secondary erva. And if so, it can't be because of that. Amemer would explain that the Mishnah, which says that she can't marry Brother B's grandson, is referring to the son's son of the one who did Halitza, of the father. So in other words, not the father, not the grandson, but the, the son. So the son of Ihachi, Hainu Achiv Uben Achiv. That's his brother, his brother's son. We mentioned it. Tan Achiv Mina Av, Vektani Achiv Mina Em. Mentioning the brother from the father and the brother from the mother. So when we said Achiv and Ben Achiv, we're referring to a case 
where Reuven and Shimon are from the same father and mother, brother A and brother B. But brother C is from the same uh, mother and not the same father. And he has a son. So now, when Ru- when Reuven dies without kids, Shimon does chalitza to her, and his from the mother, his brother from the mother Levi's son is a sorter. That's what we're referring to. Okay, says Gemara Tashma. The Tanya of here we have a brightness of the following: Alba midivrei Torah, Alba midivrei Sorim. After chalitza. There's four people who are sure from the Torah and four are sure from the Rabbanan. Av ubno, achiv uben achiv, midivre Torah. The father and the son and the brother and the son of the brother are sure to marry her. So she, the girl who did Chalitza, cannot marry his father or his son his brother or the son of his brother, and Avi Aviv, the grandfather, Avi Imo, the grandfather from the mother, Ben Beno or Ben Beto, the grandsons, So let's see. Now that's that's the Brighta. Now let's clarify. We're getting we're trying to figure out whether or not there is Shniyot by Aviv. It mentions that the grandfather is one of the Isurim. Right? We're assuming that's because of Brother B. So you see that the Kalat Beno, which is a, a secondary one, is a sort of Chalitza. Now that's also because of the dead guy. Her husband is also has the same grandfather. So therefore she is the Kala of, of the grandfather's son. And that's why she's the daughter-in-law of the grandfather's son. And the reason why she's a sewer is because of her husband and not because of Brother B. And therefore, we don't see yet that they made Shniyot on, they made secondary Surim on Chalutz. Tashma, I'll bring you another proof. It says in the Brayta, Avi Imo. One of the people who's a sewer is the grandfather from the mother. My love, Shum Chalutz. We're assuming that's because of Brother B. Because, the, because the, it's the Kala of his daughter. Which is the secondary eva? Lo, shumitana. It's because her husband, the havle kalat pito. Same answer. Tashma, another one. The bright this is ben bino. My love, shum chalutz. We assume that's the chalutz. Lo, the havle eshet avi aviv. Because it's like a a, a father. Uh, it's like a, the reason why it's asur on the ben bino is because it's like a great uncle's wife. Lo, shumitana. It's because because of the dead guy. I thought a memer allowed you to marry. Like we said, mentioned before, a memer allows you to marry your great uncle's wife. You're right. A memer will have to say that it's because of the chalutz, because he allows such a case. And he see that Gazu Shniot Chalutza. He must say that we made Gizina of Shniot by Chalitza. Tashma, I'll bring your proof. We're trying to bring your proof for the people who don't hold like Amema. 
it says, Uvaben Bito, the bride mentions that you can't marry the son of the daughter. My love, Shumachalutz, we assume it's called the Chalutz, have the Eshavimo, which is the Eshet Avimo, it's like your grandfather's wife, mother's father's wife. Lo, Mishumitana, have the Eshet Achi Avimo. It's no, it's not because of the grandfather's wife, but it's because of her dead husband, brother A. Because Brother B's daughter's son is the wife is this grandson's grandfather great uncle's wife. I thought they didn't make it they didn't make that gizera. You're right. So we had thought that we could say it's because it's a great uncle's wife, but that's mutar. It can't be, it's not one of the secondary ones. It can't be because of the dead guy. So it must be. You're right. We see from here that it didn't make Gizashinyot. Now, we mentioned in the Mishnah, mutar Adam, person's allowed to marry. The relative of Yatsara. But you're not allowed to marry the co wife of the relative of the Chalutza. Amr of Tubi Bar Kisma Amashmul. Haba al Sarat Chalutza Havlad Mamzer. If a person does Chalitza to brother A's wife number one, and then he has relations with wife number two, what is the kid? The kid is a Mamzer. Maita, what's the reason? Bisura Kaima. The reason why is because since she was his brother's wife, she stays a brother's wife. Because you did tzara, once she can't do yibum, because you did chalitza on the tzara, so she goes back to being your brother's wife, and therefore the kids of Bamzer. Amar Rabbi Yosef, Afar Nan Namatin, we learned in the Mishnah, Mutar Adam Bekrabat Tzara Tzara we learn to the Mishnah, a person is allowed to marry the relative of the Tzadah of Yechalotza, which means this girl, right, brother A had wife one, wife two. He's allowed to marry wife two's relative, but wife two, it's, if you say the co-wife is not part of the Chalitza, that's why you're allowed to marry the relative. But if you say Tzadah, I mean, if you say that Sarah is like a chalutza, and therefore that Sarah is like a chalutza, and if you marry her, the kid is not a mamzer, am I mutar? Why should you allowed to marry her? You shouldn't be allowed to marry the sister. So obviously, you see from the Mishnah that the co-wife, in other words, when, when brother B does chalutza on wife one of brother A, wife B was not chalutzad, because had she been chalutzad, then you wouldn't be allowed to marry. The relatives, the fact that you're allowed to marry the relative of, of wife two proves that wife two is not included in wife one's chalitza. And that's why if you have relations with her, she's the kid's mamzer. 
Let's assume it's a knockout on Yochanan, the Amar Ben Hu Ben Achim. Because if Yochanan says that whether him or the other brothers, and Haim Vlal Chalzav Karet, Vlal Tzara Karet, Yochanan says that he's not Chayav for Karet for either one. According to this, it shouldn't be. You see, you see, you see. The Amishnah is a question on Yochanan. Says Amar Lachir Yochanan, but Tizra, Achot Chalzav Deoraita. How can it make sense? The wife of Chalutzah is Deoraita. However, she is Kanchan Rabbi Achot Kirushan B'Divrei Torah. Achot Chalutzah B'Divrei Sofri. Since it's the Rabbanan, therefore, there's no problem saying that it only works to Chalutzah and not to the to the kids. Now, the Mishnah said that you're allowed to marry if Brother B does Chalitza, he's allowed to marry and again, he does Chalitza to wife one, he's allowed to marry wife B's relatives. But, He cannot marry wife one, brother brother A's wife number one's relative's co-wife. Let's explain that clear. Again, we had just clarify this for the from the Mishnah. The Mishnah had said, again, we have brother A dying with two wives, wife A and wife B. Okay. He's not allowed to marry wife A's, who he did Khalitza's to, brother's co wife. If the brother dies, he can't marry her. But brother but he's allowed to marry wife B who he didn't do Chalitza to his sister. Why do we allow one not the other? Says the Gemara, I'll tell you why. The Azla Bada, who would come with her to do Chalitza. When a lady comes to do Chalitza, she's not coming alone. Usually a relative will come with her. And therefore, Wife one is going to come with her sister, and therefore, let's see Rashi on this one. She brings her sister, let's say Rachel to Betin. You might think that people might think that Rachel, even though maybe Rachel did When you marry Rachel's who came with his relative, they'll think that you're allowed to marry which is not allowed. But they think that you, that you did Chalitzat Rachel, and therefore they'll make a mistake. So therefore, the one who goes with her, the sister who goes with her, make Chalitzat. 
hi the law but but the but the co-wife of the Khalsa is not going to come to court. She's not so friendly with her co-wife. So she's not coming to court. Low guys are going to have to make a case that. So we're more worried about the sister of the girl who did Khalitzatu than the co-wife. Because since you're closer with your sister, you're going to go with your sister to the Khalitzah. People will mix you up and therefore we're worried about that mix-up but we're not worried about the other one. Okay, we're going to stop over here at the Mishnah. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen ve'amen. Mem Aleph, Amun Aleph, Mishnah.